Dear listeners, are you tired of the endless cycle of fad diets and extreme measures? It's time to wake up to a better weight loss solution with Robody. As someone who's been through the ups and downs of weight loss, I know firsthand the challenge of trying to find what will stick. That's why if I qualified for Robody today, I'd jump at the chance for a scientifically backed program that supports long-term success. With Robody, you'll gain access to the most popular weight loss shots on the market, paired with personalized lifestyle changes. Over 200,000 people have already chosen Row to help them lose weight. Say goodbye to the roller coaster of weight loss dreams and hello to sustainable, real results with Robody. Go to row.co slash snoozecast. Sign up today and you'll pay just $99 for your first month and $145 a month after that. Medication costs are separate. That's ro.co slash snoozecast. brought to you by our Patreon supporters and by Spinning Silk. Tonight, we'll read a story called Charan, the Dancing Maiden, taken from the book Korean Folk Tales, written by Im Bang and translated to English by James Gale and published in 1913. Im Bang was born in 1640, the son of a provincial governor He was a great scholar and a disciple of one of Korea's first famed writers. When he was 80 years old, he became governor of Seoul and held other high cabinet positions as well. In 1722, he played a part in a disturbance of the government and was exiled to North Korea. Let's get cozy. Close your eyes. Relax your body into the softness of your bed. Now, take a few deep ago, one of Korea's noted men became governor of Pyongan province. Pyongan was first of all provinces in the attainments of high class and polite society. It was full of literati, 
good musicians, and effective politicians. At the time of this story, there was a famous dancing girl in Pyongyang whose name was Chiran. She was very beautiful and sang and danced to the delight of all beholders. Her ability, too, was specially marked, for she understood the classics and was acquainted with history. The brightest of all the geisha she was, famous and far-renowned. The governor's family consisted of a son whose age was 16 and whose face was comely as a picture. Though so young, he was thoroughly grounded in Chinese and was a gifted scholar. His judgment was excellent, and he had a fine appreciation of literary form, so that the moment he lifted his pen, the written line took on admirable expression. His name became known as Kidong, the gifted lad. The governor had no other children, neither son nor daughter, so his heart was wrapped up in this boy. On his birthday, he had all the officials invited and other special guests who came to drink his health. There were present also a company of dancing girls and a large band of musicians. The governor, during a lull in the banquet, called his son to him and ordered the chief of the dancing girls to choose one of the prettiest of their number that he and she might dance together and delight the assembled guests. On hearing this, the company called for Chiron as the one suited by her talents, attainments, to be the most fitting partner for his son. They came out and danced like fairies, graceful as the wavings of the willow, light and airy as the swallow. All who saw them were charmed. The governor, too, greatly pleased, called Charon to him, had her sit on the dais, treated her to a share in the banquet, gave her a present of silk, and commanded that from that day forth she be the special dancing maiden to attend upon his son. From this birthday forth, they became fast friends together. They thought the world of each other. More than all the delightful stories of history was their love, such as had never been seen. The governor's term of office was extended for six years more, and so they remained in the North Country. Finally, at the time of return, he and his wife were in great anxiety over their son being separated from Chiron.